Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two? It is February 20th. Oh, what do you, you want him to start? I was going to have him start with a little song. But oh, have you... him start with a little song. No, well, with you. Yeah. I said a little song. Well, All right. Well, our listeners will recognize here on February 23rd, the unmistakable voice of Lashuth. Hello. We used to be disgusted, but now we're amused because Lashuth is with us. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm not sure he knows any Elvis Costello. Really? Yeah, we've got to get him hooked on some Elvis Costello. He must know that song. That's his theme song. I know this song I hear every week. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. What do you got for us this week, Lashuth? This week. Oh, this say, morning, wait a Hang on one second. Say that it's Acquisition Tuesday. And it's Tuesday. also Acquisition Tuesday, weekly guided things you must have, can't live without, and would nominate Ivanka Trump for. Wait, is this no, still the, the same? No, you're the wrong one. I'm in February 2nd still. How am I in February I don't 2nd? Know. I'm in the Jewish Lashuth episode script. No, I have it on the daily. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's Acquisition Tuesday, folks. A weekly guide to the things you must have, can't live without, and, and would do, do PR, PR for Justin Timberlake to acquire. All right, Lashuth, what do you got that for us besides long. PR for Justin Timberlake? It's uh, this week is more about what I don't have than what I do have. Oh, this week... so you're just like all of our correspondents and the co-hosts. <laughs> This week, I don't have shoes for you, and I also don't have a script. What I'm doing is, this is a special episode where I've basically run out of recording flavors, so I am mixing two. I've got uh, the hearty pomplamoose flavor here, and the new fresh paste cue, or as some say, pastec flavor watermelon. And you will hear me go as I unlock them. And I'm going to pour them together. Oh, I thought he was firing shots at somebody. I'm going to try them, and I'm going to tell you my thoughts. So, just I, w- I want to observe that I would not think under ordinary circumstances that mixing grapefruit and watermelon would really work. Mm. So these are ordinary circumstances. Okay, no, that's true. This is much less than ordinary circumstances. This is sort of extra siege mentality. Or that. Yeah. All right. This is Geneva Convention material. Yeah. Clear. No protein at all. And. Oh, I thought he was saying clear, like, Hmm. you know. A little squirrel, and I'm going to taste. Yeah. How long does it take for him to taste it? (laughs) I don't know. Is he still there? Did he die? Did you make it? I'm just trying to think of the words. Yeah. Because like, what, I, what I appreciate about Pomplamoose is that it's like, it's like kind of like very full. It's it's not like tangy or fruity necessarily. It's just like, it's a good, nice, almost like palate cleanser-like taste. And then you have 
the pace cue. And what I appreciate about that is that it is fruity and it is a little bit exciting. And when you mix those together, it's like not. It, 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 I wouldn't now. Now that I think about it in hindsight, it may not have been the best flavors to mix together. But I'm going to take another step and tell you what I think again in a second. All right, because you've given me a great idea for our next feature with you. You know, I kind of like it though. It's kind of like you tone you tone down the fruitiness of the paste cue, and you tone up the the fruitiness in the pamplemousse. You can taste each flavor distinctly, but it is it is okay. I I'm gonna give this um, my my scale on I'm gonna give this a rating on the scale of hamouts. I am gonna give this five out of ten hamouts. What is a hamoud? Anyways, I I think that What is a hamoud? I only give this five out of ten because What is a hamoud? It's it's my scale. And why is your scale called a hamoud? It's my scale. We need to know whether this is something offensive. No, it's not offensive. Okay. Do you feel confident in that? I believe the truth. is a village in Angali rural district in the central district of Bashir County, Bashir Province, Iran. I, I feel pretty confident that this is not offensive. But you're also not going to explain it to us. Do you mean like Hamun? Are you mispronouncing Haman from Hamantashen? We, we no, showed him what a no. Hamantashen was. This the reason I give this a half, a half of the full rating is because it's... Okay. It's, it doesn't blend super great. I think the flavor. I think these two flavors are best by themselves. So tell so. me what you think about this as a feature for next time. We've been having you really think through your pairings of shoes and beverages up until now, but we know you have a bunch of shoes in your household. What if you opened up a beverage and then tried on while you're on with us a bunch of different shoes to see how they suited the beverage? That, that would that would be interesting. We or just put on one pair of shoes and try a bunch of different LaCroix with them. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying on a, uh, I'm trying on this flavor with a pair of shoes on right now. And? I would and, say it's not working. I would yeah, say it's okay. a bad idea. It's not that entertaining. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure. Okay, about this I, I withdraw I'm, that idea. Okay, you refine it and get back to us. All right, chime in on our other stories, please. Don't mix them. Okay. Baseball's front office executives have been generously distracting the public from the failings of the sport and its players by heaping themselves with disgrace and indignity. The newest hero of this kind is Seattle Mariners CEO and President Kevin Mother, who resigned yesterday. After a recording of his remarks from last month to the Bellevue Washington Rotary Club were made public, Mother was show, uh, shown speaking disdainfully of the English-speaking abilities of Japanese and Latin, uh, Latinx Mariners players and calling the Mariners' star third baseman Kyle Seeger overpaid. But we don't care about the overpaid thing as much, though he's probably overpaid too. Yeah, but it just was a dumb remark to make. I mean, it was just their best like player. Yeah. Their best player. Yeah. 
Um, he was himself Mother, the guy, was uh, the focus of a sexual harassment investigation a couple months, uh, a couple of years ago anyway, so, so we won't miss him. No, goodbye to him. In more pleasant baseball front office news, San Diego Padres general manager A.J. Preller disclosed that Fernando Tatis Jr., who last week signed a $340 million 14-year contract, was the one who first introduced into the negotiations the idea of a, quote, statue contract, end quote. A contract that would ensure that Tatis would play his whole career for the Padres and thus would be worthy someday of a statue like the ones that honor Hall of Famers Tony Gwynn and Trevor Hoffman outside the Padres' ballpark. This idea of a statue contract suggests to us some other comparable baseball idioms, like an effigy speech, to, note the, to denote the kind of speech Kevin Mather gave to the Rotary Club, one that would justify his being hanged in effigy, or a pinata infraction, which would apply to a lot of things Trevor Bauer and Kurt Schilling have done. I don't think we need to do Vonday. Oh, really? Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, it was only if we, were, if we were under 45 minutes at this point in the podcast. Get him to say and another? And yet when it's with a freaking golf correspondent, we take 90 minutes and you still want to play the man. You want to do Vonday go for it? No, I don't. I'm just okay. wanting to call out the standard here. Okay. We'll show them. And another news. Nice. Voting machine manufacturer Dominion Voting Systems has been taking the lead in punishing those who spread the lie that the 2020 election was stolen. They had already sued pestilential lawyers Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, and yesterday added to the list MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, suing him for $1.3 billion in damages, resulting from his media appearances, tweets, and comments in a two-hour film on OAN. The lawsuit notes that Lindell, quote, sells the lie to this day because the lie sells pillows, end quote. A reference to promotional discount codes on MyPillow's website, including Fight for Trump, Proof, and QAnon. Go Dominion Voting Systems. Yeah. Spotify has teamed with Higher Ground, Barack and Michelle Obama's production company, to produce a series of dialogues between Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen titled Renegades Born in the USA. It won't be any Jewish-ish, but maybe it's uh, worth listening Yeah, I listened to some of the first one last night, and I thought it was pretty good. Not Jewish-ish. But we, they don't have Lashuf. They yeah. I'm sure it'll come up, actually, in the Who series. Who we lost, by the way. Oh, he's not there anymore? My phone died. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He can call me if he wants. No, I'm calling him back. Okay. My phone's charging. As if Facebook and Google hadn't disgraced themselves enough recently by, as we reported on Sunday, respectively banning news content for us from Australia as retribution against a law passed in the legislature and hemorrhaging members of their ethical AI team, the two companies have joined Amazon in getting their lobbying groups to sue the state of Maryland for passing a law imposing a tax on digital advertising. It's not just that Facebook and Google happen to be more powerful than a lot of state entities. It's that they insist on being so. I hope they lose a lot. Now we turn to Acquisition Tuesday, our weekly guide to the things you must have, can't live without, and would sleep on a pillow from my pillow to acquire. Today is the 336th birthday of George Friedrich Handel, composer of The Messiah and other celebrated works. And we know Jewish Jewishish listeners will want to commemorate that. Here you go. People think about Handel's <coughs> Messiah mostly at holiday time, 
So it's not surprising that a lot of what's available is meant for that time of year. For instance, the famous Isabella Stewart Garden Museum in Boston sells a Hundle tree ornament for 15 bucks and 95 cents. The ad listing picture is pretty weird. It looks like someone got mad at a minion for dressing up in a period costume and hanged him. That's dark. But Don't you think? Let's I showed the, you with the image. It's so dark. Don't, well, what do you think it looks like? You turn, anytime you yeah, turn show your it computer to a shoot. around, is it he breaks back? Every, no, it, oh. he, everything broke. Okay. Okay, I'll call him again. Okay. In the meantime, um, for fifteen ninety-five, you probably shouldn't expect a spitting image. If you're willing to shell out more, OpenBracelets.com sells a Messiah bracelet for ninety-six bucks, and it's got on it all these beads that are supposed to represent various parts of Handel's oratorio. Like, for instance, there's a green bead with a zigzag facet that indicates the hills and valleys that shall be exalted and laid low. And there are three pewter beads that clink together gently, representing God shaking the nations. And what we take to be the main bead, the bead of beads, the best bead, the beatific bead, there is an oval goldstone, an, an oval goldstone bead which looks black initially, but when exposed to the light shows a galaxy of sparking stars, and that's supposed to represent the mystery of our redemption. That is some bead, right? That's a heck of a bead. 96 macaroos at openbracelets.com, not just for that bead, but for all the beads. We're, we're recording here, you know. I know, but I still wanted to give you a dirty yeah. look. You Jeez. can give me a dirty look while saying things. That would be better for the podcast. Well, I have to read them. Oh. Hi, Lashuth. You're back. Can't see you. Oh, oh. well. You're oh, partially means I back. I can't show him the handle. If you can hear me, then that's all that matters. This is a podcast after all. We can, we can see you. Well, the listeners can't no. see you. And no. my co-host can't see you. No. But you're visible. He's moving out of the frame. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is very good content. Yeah. Our final. Our final. You want me to? Yeah, yeah go okay. ahead. Our final handle item is actually very cool. A theater company in Canada, I nearly said Canada, yeah. called Against the Grain, called Against the Grain is what they're called, Against the Grain, put together a, a filmed messiah at the end of last year that translates parts of the text into six languages including arabic french Dene, and inuit i don't know how to pronounce it inuit it yes cool and celebrates canadian multiculturalism by for instance in it yeah and celebrates canadian multiculturalism by for instance showing a gay chinese canadian tenor strutting through the streets of vancouver on six inch high stiletto heels singing every valley shall be exalted and that's a good way to exalt and the tunisian canadian meso soprano reimagining jesus as a muslim woman in a headscarf and an indigenous singer praising the remote sorry I got ahead of myself. Remote snow-covered landscapes so that there's two days in a row. Praise the rem- Okay, look. An indigenous singer praising the remote snow-covered landscape of the Yukon in southern Tachoni. Is that? Yeah, I think it? so. The language of our ancestors. In fact, half of the 12 soloists are indigenous. This messiah only streamed through early January, but if you sign up again, uh, if you sign up on Against the Grain's website for their newsletter, You'll be ready to watch it the next time it airs. And that seems worth waiting for. Here's a little trailer for it featuring Deantha Edmonds and Inuk 
opera singer. What many people do not know is that over 250 years ago, missionaries brought this European classical music to the Inuit of Labrador. Not only did they teach them to play orchestral instruments, brass instruments, and to sing in four-part harmony with soloists, it was all done in Inuktitut, and it would have been the premiere or debut of these works by Mozart, Haydn, Handel, Bach, and other European composers. It would have been their debut in this part of the world, in North America. That, isn't that cool that the our origins of the performance of classical music in North America are with indigenous people? Yeah. Who and knows? so this, this performance, which has, as we said, is half indigenous soloists, but also um, Muslim soloists, gay soloists, it's really a gesture of inclusivity appropriate to Canada. I think that's terrific. So um, there's no way to buy it now, but if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll be able to hear it next time it comes around. That's great. By the way, i got to tell you my favorite Handel story. Yeah. I think I've told you this before. The great organist E. Power Biggs, which is a great name for an organist, was given an opportunity to play an organ that Handel himself had played back in Handel's time. Mm -hmm. And they asked Biggs what kind of experience it was. Mm -hmm. And he said he was thrilled to Handel the Handels that Handel had handled. <laughs> that guy must have really been looking forward his whole life to saying yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you couldn't have been thinking that there's no way to connect Handel and chakras, could you? Leave it to the Handel Group, which calls itself a renowned corporate consulting and life coaching company. If you press on the register now on their webpage, don't press on the register now on their webpage, you can sign up, don't sign up, for only $600. Don't pay $600. For a fun, non-traditional weekend filled with resources that will support your body, mind, and spirit. All activities focus on positive energy and will inspire creativity on a multitude of levels. <laughs> Unquote. And what will help you support your creative opening? Chakra bracelets, of course. And they must be really special because the weekend is scheduled for October 5th and 6th, 2019 in Granville, Ohio. Hallelujah, indeed. And that is uh, Jewishish for <laughs> we've gotten through the chakras, so that's Jewishish for February 23rd. Thank you, Lashuth. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, and so we'll look forward to next week's experiments in uh, shoes and beverages. I I don't know what today's episode was. I think it was one of Lashu's best performances. I love the spontaneity. The, I love the, the sound effects. The drinking sound, sound effects were very something. Well, folks, remember. This is the third time in a row I've forgotten. What they should remember. Remember to listen to a shoe. No. Listen to a shoe. I can make it now, the pain is gone. Is it the rain is gone or the pain yeah, is gone? The rain is gone. Oh, because the pain is not gone. So the pain. I can see clearly now. Yeah, no, that's why I was saying. Because he, he was singing pain, and I was going to say that um, the pain is No, the, the, lyric, the lyric is pain. I'm going to look it up. 
Look it up. I think it, I think it can't be pain because the pain is not gone because everyone's still listening to this crummy thing while we're searching it. Okay, lyrics, song by Jimmy Cliff. Don't right? you cut us off. You cut you no, cut no, us no, off no. every I'm single time. You. No, 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 not you. My co-host here has cut I'm me off. Yes, I can couple. make it now. The pain is gone. It's really pain. Yeah, but it's I can I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. I can make it now. The pain is gone. Oh, so we were both right. The pain's not gone, though. 